0: Hey everyone, it's Nate here from Words About Books. I wanted to wish everyone a happy holidays and happy new year. And I just wanted to reflect on this year on Words About Books. And so I took the 12 book club books that we talked about this year and made a little compilation for you. If there's anything that stands out as something you really like, definitely go back and listen to that episode. We would... Definitely appreciate the view, and hopefully you appreciate the stuff that we're putting out. Thanks again. Hope you enjoy. First up is Edenverse by the two people on this podcast.
1: No, don't hype this. This was a mistake.
0: You're not better than me.
1: (laughs) My book's just as valid as your book.
0: I drank that gross peppermint shit and I think three shots of ramen. I I feel nothing. I
1: feel nothing. Okay, I'm, I'm noticing a slight change. We're here to talk about a book written in a simpler time by what I hope were simpler men.
0: Uh, one person did, in fact, buy that book, and eventually I ended up marrying her. So... Jesus Christ! You married your only fan.
1: Where well, he he put next? a
0: map up, and then he drew a straight line. It was like, ah.
1: <laughs> that is kind of what happened, right?
0: He kills people, but then he gets hit by a car. It's, karma it's
1: karma comes quickly for Clarence. Because we were practicing writing. And when, when you practice, you need to have room to fail. And you need to have room to write things that maybe don't work. And then we published it. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I tuned out through most of that. And when I came back in, I had no idea what you were talking about. Uh, you can even hate watch it or hate listen to it. If you hate us and you just want to, like, find other reasons to hate us, you can do that, too.
0: Now we have Twilight Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer. I want a Twilight book from the perspective of an average Joe at this school. And what they think about, like, is that incest going on? Like, two, two step-siblings? Like, well, we're not related by blood, so, like, you want to hook up? Like...
1: It's, it's she's she's just like a stage magician. She just she misdirects the incest. The scene comes where it's time to it's time to pop this kid out, right? And like, Carlisle is away for some reason. He's the only doctor in the family, but for some reason he had to leave. That makes I sense. I guess he had so an emergency at the Yeah, I guess he had an emergency at the hospital or something. So Rosalie tries to uh do the c-section i I guess they don't care too much about doing it right because they're just (laughs) gonna turn her into a vampire so (laughs) she um she tries to put a scalpel in and like the scalpel breaks or something because the fetus is all like or the not the fetus the the uterus is all like rock hard because it's like vampire uterus now what And, and shut up and huh? How is <laughs> the uterus? Uterus is not the babies. You realize that, right? <laughs> I, 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 know that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Rosalie gets the bloodlust like you do, and Jacob has to tackle her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Edward, he's like, well, there's only one thing that can cut a vampire, and that's my teeth, and so he—that's <laughs> so he, he, why he does it. That's why he does it. So he he just takes it. He bites the uter or he bites the uterus, I guess, and just rips it open. And then this horrific alien <laughs> monster pops out. And then. They got to, like, toss that aside.
0: (laughs) Get that out of there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And they take a syringe full of Edward's vampire venom, which he has on standby, because they knew they were going to have to do this. And he Pulp Fiction injects it directly into her heart. Oh, my God.
0: Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. Hooray. God, he shows up in DeLorean. Do I... It's a very long quote. We can skip it. It's something. He shows just... up
1: in Ernest Klein's DeLorean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he has, shows up in Ernest Klein's DeLorean.
0: DeLorean. Yeah. But he he added kit from Knight Rider and a bunch of other stupid That's like, in Ernest Klein's DeLorean. Oh no, is it really? Yes.
1: If I discussed every time Ernest Klein drove his stupid DeLorean right up to and
0: then immediately passed the point, I'd be here all day. <laughs> and Wade shred a sick guitar solo on his grave after contemplating suicide for an uncomfortable amount of time. You're enchanting. What? Uh, I mean, like, um. Got any uh, 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 men in your life? Uh... You're a girl, right? I'm pretty sure you're a girl. All my research has deduced that you're, in fact, a girl. Please tell me you're a girl. I
1: present female in the Oasis, yes.
0: Yeah, but like IRL, you're a girl, right? Uh,
1: Sure. Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. Yeah, cuz I have like a major crush on you, and I couldn't handle it if you were a dude Ladies always seem to find me repulsive. Uh, I can't imagine. Are we gonna have an online romance?
1: Fingers crossed. Not a no. No, we're not. Turns out the pride is actually kicking in and No, can I
0: publish this chat log in my book when I make it big?
1: absolutely not and also if you you can continue to send me emails but they are going into a folder marked stalkers i just clear it once a month after forwarding it to the fbi
0: fuck you halliday fuck you and your stupid fucking contest he, he designed a contest to make someone exactly like him, and then the moral of the contest is don't be like me. Now we've got the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix. Why'd you pick this book? You're Explain yourself. I thought it would be fun. <laughs> Trish is part of a book club and they're reading a really boring, crappy book and I can relate to that. Um, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, I got clothes in my attic that I said I was going to go through like, and they've been in there since I
0: moved. You go into your attic?
1: I'm probably just going to throw them out when I move again.
0: I have never gone into any attic of any house, apartment, or townhome that I've been in. Why? Why would I? That's space you're paying for. Yeah, it's space I don't want to see? It's just out of mind.
1: You can store things there.
0: I can store things other places. Like where? And if I don't have enough if I if I have too much stuff for my storage, it's time to get rid of some crap.
1: Uh, where where are you keeping this stuff? If you if you tell me you have a storage container somewhere?
0: No, I have a spare bedroom.
1: Okay. Like, counting your upcoming child? Yes. Okay, well, I'm sorry, (laughs) moneybags.
0: We can't all have spare bedrooms. Yeah, we don't all have
1: three-bedroom houses, okay?
0: Four-bedroom. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And now we have part two of the Thrawn trilogy in Star Wars Dark Force Rising.
1: It's going to take all my cunning and skill.
0: <laughs> and, then, and then Luke
1: lands, and Sabaoth is like, Let's go be dicks. What would? What do you think the Dark Force is when you look at that title? You're reading a Star Wars book, and you're like, Dark Force Rising. What's rising, Nate? Did you guess a bunch of random old spaceships? Because you're right.
0: <laughs> I'm Thrawn. You just got
1: Thrawn, motherfucker. Thrawn is like the, the quintessential gentleman villain who listens to classical music I and enjoys it. Except
0: when he's around Mara. Except for ass. when he's a Mara, that he's like...
1: <laughs> Sexy old lady sticks a gun in, in Han's back. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, what?
1: She's described as being kind of hot, right? Who? But she's got gray hair.
0: Who is the, this? The lady that takes him to the daddy. <laughs> What are you talking about? Well, you know, she stays the same age and he keeps getting older.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh. (laughs) I'll admit, I was a little disappointed in you. It was a shame when you dropped out of the Imperial Academy. But considering that we wound up being a bunch of weird space racists, we ran into Carm Bell Daddy.
0: Now we have a compilation book from various authors. This one is called, Beyond the Galaxy, the war between Teku and (laughs) Krad. All right, let's get into the art of negotiating with Space Monsters by our boy, Jakey.
1: Jakey. This is the one that started it all for us. This is why we're here. This is the second look that Jakey's writing. You just came out of baby retirement, so this is the first first time you've gotten to talk to, like, normal people. Yeah, yeah,
0: holy shit. <laughs> I didn't expect you to agree with that. I'm comparing books to books, Ben. They all look the same to me. <laughs> He's got big
1: Chad energy going on. He's like, <laughs> huh, curious you like humans, you human lover. She's like, shut up, Chad. <laughs> I just, I, I don't
0: like him that much, Chad. The resistance is bad, actually. Nate, you're going to have to do the heavy lifting on this one. You can you can make captain if you just keep your head down, all right? I'm going to walk out of this room and- Oh, now you're being handcuffed! And I was like, wait, hold on, uh, what?
1: You specifically texted me to tell me, now I know how my wife felt after reading your story. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so there was cool stuff. Like, I like the imagery. This is where we get, like, the first, like, crad zombie. Apparently the crad like to shove tubes into corpses and use them as puppets. Which yeah, that's metal. Then the corpse starts fighting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I pictured it. <laughs> just picturing it. It's like this
1: this crad, like it it has all these tubes and stuff, and it could just use the tubes to fight. And eventually, it does. But like for a while there, it's just swinging a corpse
0: at him. <laughs> like, get get. All right up next is promise of blood of the powder mage trilogy by brian mcclellan
1: if no one told you specifically not to let a line of petitioners in to complain about the taxes that don't exist (laughs) you're just gonna let them in she didn't like you. Nobody likes you. You're garbage, Daniel. <laughs> My grandfather ate one tablespoon of gunpowder every single day of his life. He credited that for the reason he lived such a long and healthy life. He died at the age of 101. He left behind six children, 19 grandchildren, 31 great-grandchildren, and a nine-foot hole in the wall of the crematorium. <laughs> what?
0: Oh, yeah, it's worth mentioning the king's name is like King Manhooch. Manhooch. A love triangle between your adopted sister and your daughter figure. Wow. <laughs> think about that one.
1: I don't know. If, if a god's going to shoot a volcano at us, maybe uh, maybe we put that little kid on the throne. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to fight god this weekend. Or he can general his way out of anything. He's the best damn general that ever generaled. And Thomas, <laughs> God damn it, he doesn't like him, but he respects him because they're both men—men
0: men of the battlefield—and
1: <laughs> they know, they know the manly arts. Yeah, is there anything Capoel can't do?
0: Uh, she can't look like an adult woman. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have a very prolific author in. Dr. Cecil H.H. H. Mills, and his not-quite-magnum opus, The Ghost Hunters Adventure Club, and The Secret of the Grand Chateau. Definitely not Aaron Hansen in a wig and makeup. So yeah, Dr. Cecil H.H. H. Mills, if you want to come on the podcast, uh, feel free to, to do that. I'll, uh, I'll write you a letter. You gave us a P.O. box we could send it to, so... You know, expect that in the mail sometime in the next uh, 10 to 20 business days.
1: There are a great many more mysteries to the Grand Chateau than you'd initially believe. And just as he finished his sentence, Wallace P. Gross's head exploded.
0: He keeps threatening to karate chop people in the throat, and there's a payoff to that. (laughs) (laughs) And I could tell right then and there that... She was unwillingly, or uh, unknowingly, trying to proposition a threesome. <laughs> what?
1: I know you and Thad have been in league, but I think I have something I can add to the team if you... Oh my god, you're right.
0: Yes! Yes! Alright, now we have Ben's favorite, Dune Messiah, by Frank Herbert.
1: It's your girl, Gaius Helen Maheim, here with her gom jabbar, to fuck shit up. Law, our highest ideal and our basest nature. Do not look too closely at the law. Do, and you'll find the rationalized interpretations, the legal casuistry, the precedence of convenience. You'll find the serenity, which just an, is another word for death. And Chani's like, look, I was just asking you what you wanted for
0: breakfast. <laughs> what is the sound of one hand clapping? Right. These
1: are the things...
0: Getting that? <laughs> I'm getting <it> also. <laughs> I, solved the, I solved the riddle, asshole.
1: Sounds came squeezing out of his mouth, a terrifying repetitive noise.
0: So yeah, she's wearing- she's wondering about the tarot, she's doing this big stupid religious ceremony, and she's like my flesh desires a mate." <laughs> she's she's what? What
1: the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so she, she's like, you know, what would be a good idea. You're just Let's making Let's work off the sexual energy by fighting a robot, but it's not a robot. Oh god! Really? Come on. She probably should have just. But instead, she's like, she You're doesn't understand. She's just like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna work off this sexual energy with violence instead, as, as Freud commands. I'm gonna leave, and then Stilgar is like, "This one must have a mate." As as you do, as you do when you when you talk to someone's brother uh, while oh their God. sister is naked fighting in the middle of the room, you're like, "Ah."
1: Final thoughts. What did you think overall of Dune Messiah? And don't give me that crappy. It was shorter, so it's better. <laughs> I was
0: gonna say it was shorter. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Alright, we're going to Spooky Town now with Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury. And then Charles is like, and I'll never see him again, I'm sure. Now that he knows where I work and what my name is. I'm gonna kick
1: your ass tonight, buddy. Will's father then insulted Mr. Dark's mother and dared Mr. Dark to fight him.
0: <laughs> they fle- They flexed at each other.
1: Then gave him his personal address and... <laughs> Told him where he would be tonight when no one else was around. (laughs) And Mr. Dark said, see you there. Now, important to refresh your memory here. Mr. Dark is a tattooed, muscled badass. And Will's dad is a janitor at a library who hasn't (laughs) slept in five years. We're going to win this. By overcoming our negative emotions By learning to accept ourselves For who we are And not wishing to change Our natural fate And then the illustrated man comes in And beats his ass yeah. will, it, will it ever come back? Are they, are they gone for good? And Will's dad's like, them? Yes People like them? No
0: There'll always be evil. Will. There's always
1: going to be some kind of emotional vampire out there. <laughs> I don't know if it'll come in the form of a circus or the form of an animation company grown far beyond its, <laughs> its intended... <laughs> Your, your mother's maiden name was Nightshade but your father's last name was Bezos.
0: This it, time you know.
1: it'll be easier because you know what, Jim? You know what the first thing we're doing when we get into town is? We're buying a gun. No <laughs> background check. We're probably buying it at the grocery store because this is the 30s and this is America and that is your right, <laughs> goddammit. And the next time that balloon comes, you're just gonna shoot it with your f***ing gun.
0: <laughs> Up next, we've got the sequel to the poppy war this is the dragon republic by rf Kwong.
1: she's vomiting shaking barely able to stand like this is how she's leading the mission I'll tell you what Ren, just stand over there and do your best not to burn any of our team
0: alive yeah can you do that turn on your <laughs> firepower go burn that guy that guy was an asshole ah! i'm burning to death! if you but... vote for Visra. He promises that your life will be better than if you hadn't voted for Vizra, and by that he means he won't fucking kill you. This is this is the problem with mortality, ben. Uh We can't have Joseph <laughs> Stalin forever.
1: <laughs> the Dragon Republic really does make you think about how ludicrous it ever was for humanity to hope for a better future. <laughs>
0: like to go the whole next year without reading a book that has surprise sexual assault. Uh... I... I will try. <laughs> this Maybe is what if your daughter wasn't it. a f***ing dumbass, she'd be alive today. You think about that. Oh! All the mind pain. I forgot you could hurt people with your mind.
1: I'm gonna try to find a book about a werewolf that eats only babies. Uh, you're you're the worst genius. shaman that's ever existed. Yeah. You're literally the worst. You're literally the worst one. You suck.
0: <laughs> you know, you could peace out and go work for yourself uh, for a few hundred years. Or, and hear me out, you could just keep dumping resources into the situation and hoping for the best. Guards, go search that man. Oh, it's a guy who all he has is like a wooden box inside of a little plastic bag. And, oh man, that, that's, that's the thing I ordered. Get, get him in immediately. I'm, I'm, like, drooling. I, c- I can't wait. I ordered these dumplings, like, a, a month ago, man. 18 years ago? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, oh, what, what the hell is this? These dumplings are cold and rotten. And, th- and this isn't pork. This is my firstborn son. What the hell, man?
1: Yeah, the uh, empress sends her regards. Mother yeah, f-ker. well,
0: guess what? I put down cash for the tip option. You're not getting a tip. We're going to customer service. Uh, I was displeased that my dumplings came cold and took a month to get here. How can we rectify this situation? And
1: we're made out of my firstborn son.
0: <laughs> oh, customer <laughs> service has got back to me. Uh, they said, uh, don't kill worry. could your whole family. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Uh, we'll have some more dumplings for you. Right away, because we're coming for you. Okay, cool. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna take care of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, okay, yeah,
1: no, your 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 Dasher has sent you a message. <laughs> you, I'm defecting.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, I get that like ever like one out of three Doordashers defects to the enemy army on me.
0: And we wrapped out our year with nothing to see here by Kevin Wilson.
1: I would have liked more arson. And I would have liked to at least that, that's fair. I would have liked to at least see one guy melt like that Nazi from Indiana Jones. Yes. So that's when Madison is like, okay, okay. It is one thing to send some other woman's children to the gulag. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she's weird. She's got like this flat emotional affect. She needs to pretend to experience human emotions. But but everybody loves her. And you love her. I I'm, don't care. I'm prepared to compensate you fairly for a life ruining crime. I have in How, my what was that? I have in my in my pocket a check for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> and so many she reminded me a lot of Hillary Clinton, both in her likability and that she does all the work for her husband.
0: She's... So what you're saying is she will eventually get within a stone's throw of the White House only to fail spectacularly.
1: Yes. Yeah. Actually,
0: I... actually, I guess I should say she'll get within a stone's throw on multiple occasions and fail over and over again.
1: Yeah, and the problem every time is going to be the American people slowly know her too well to like her anymore <laughs> the kids are smart enough to not take the pills and then they watch their mom die and then they walk outside and they light a bunch of shit on fire that basically never comes up again why can't somebody take care of these, these kids why do you have to ship them off to boarding schools and, and various prison camps like yeah, Lillian literally the Solo says
0: thing. Lillian's like I love you and she's like I, I know. know yeah
1: <laughs> and it's like
0: that's happened to me by the way in real life it's not fun i was gonna say was it was it super hot
1: like it wasn't empire strikes back <laughs> hillary clinton's a rob, an evil robot sent back in time to try to try to prevent uh, barack obama from saving the world <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you everyone for listening to this bonus episode Our end of the year episode will be coming out on the 26th. It's just a little epilogue, kind of looking back at everything that went into the podcast this year and what our plans are looking forward for 2022. I want to thank you all for listening and spreading us around. We will see you in the new year. Thanks again, everyone.